Hi, Moneymakers. Sebi and Josh here. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into this episode, please share and help our ministry. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends, your family. Hey, if you have enemies, (laughs) share with them as well and everyone in between. Now enjoy the episode. And just like that, the year is over. We've had so many things to talk about in the market, from Fed policy to inflation to COVID variants. But here we are at the final episode of 2021. To think that we were just talking about GameStop AMC from the first episode and talking about options. It's amazing. The year has come to an end. So we're going to give a recap of what happened throughout the year, what's going on currently, because a lot is happening and it's just two weeks to 2022. And yet it's like, come on, let's just wrap (laughs) this up. COVID is still here. Yeah. It's so funny how when it first started, we were like, okay, yeah, this is going to be a three-month situation and we'll be done. Like, play like play. This is year three of this pandemic. They just keep releasing new variants like a movie. (laughs) COVID brought all her siblings (laughs) when she came. She brought Delta, Alpha, Omicron, Megatron. (laughs) Everyone's coming. So we'll talk about that and what we're expecting in 2022. So take us away, Josh. So basically, we've seen what's going on in the market. For a few months, we were talking about inflation, the Fed, and the dynamics mm-hmm. that's going to affect it, the market going into next year. Mm-hmm. You know, And here we are again. <laughs> talking about the same <laughs> here thing. Here we are again. Because I think it was last week, most countries started seeing that, man, this Omicron variant might actually be a big deal. Yeah. I'm a big Premier League fan. And last week, many games got canceled. Even here in the U.S., games got canceled. Yeah, some NFL games got postponed. Mm -hmm. And over this weekend as well, the Netherlands, they're having a lockdown. Wow. So we can see... I don't think it's going to be as bad as before, but it's something that is rattling the markets. Mm -hmm. And we saw that last week. And it is possible for it to affect the market even going forward. In addition to that, the Fed is going ahead in tapering and increasing interest rates. And people are like, okay, who is the Fed and why should we care? So they're just basically the ones who control the interest rate of the market and all the dynamic that goes into stimulating the economy whenever we, when we're slowing down or put measures in place when they feel like the economy is overstimulated. So they control all of that. So whenever it is they're increasing interest rates, it's cause of concern for people who had borrowed a lot of money. So they're thinking, man... It's time to stop putting our money in riskier assets and start putting in safe assets. That way we're able to pay up when it's time to collect. That's basically what they do. So if the feds are increasing their interest rates again and going on with this tapering situation or tapering plan, rather, that means that people are going to start selling off. And riskier assets, i.e. the tech stocks, are going to suffer because everyone's going to pull their money out and try to put it in something safer. So what does this mean for the rest of the market? People are not rational. So obviously we knew that this was going to come someday. We thought that this was priced in, but it looks like it wasn't really priced in. Maybe they thought Powell was just joking around (laughs) or they thought that, oh, Omicron's here. So maybe they're going to give us more stimulus checks. But he's made it clear that he's not going to stop his plan except something out of the ordinary occurs. And all of a sudden, Jay Power turned from one of the most hated men in Wall Street to one of the most loved men in Wall Street, which is funny. I think history is going to look back and think Jay Powell did a really good job. Yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying. And that's one of the reasons why I like Jay Powell. He's very rational and he thinks 
um, things through. Mm-hmm. And even with the taper, we know they're doing that for sure. They announced yeah. that about a month, a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. But for the interest rates, it's not set in stone yet because mm-hmm. when he spoke last week, he gave some conditions. He said, obviously, if the economy was growing and it looked like it could survive on its own, then they will mm-hmm. start to raise rates as early as March. You know? Yeah. And that has a lot of people nervous. But what happens if the economy does not grow? That means there is a chance that he might hesitate a little and be like, okay, won't raise rates now. Let's see how the economy behaves. But the question is, because we saw one of our GDP numbers of one of these indexes, and it showed that Ameri- the American economy did not grow after. In fact, there was a reduction. Yeah. So it's looking like America is one of those mature stocks like Apple yeah. and Caterpillar and Coca-Cola. That It's not really growing. So eventually he's going to raise the rates regardless, which is what some people are arguing because it doesn't seem like there's anything that America is really doing to further stimulate the economy or has America just reached its peak maturity. And what does that mean? Is he still going to go ahead and increase the rates? What's going to happen? Yeah. Then? So what you say is actually pretty interesting because that was the point of the stimulus. Yes. Apart from the stimulus that individuals um, received mm-hmm. last year, even the stimulus in the economy, they build yes. back, um, build back better plan mm-hmm. and everything. That's the reason why Biden is trying to sign this as quickly as possible. Yes. Because they need to find the find a way for the economy to grow. Yes. You know, if you ask any modern economist, what happens when you raise rates in an economy that is not growing? That's a recession immediately. Yes. Because already the economy is not growing and now you want to taper and um, it raise interest rates. Mm-hmm. Because normally you raise interest rates when inflation is high and the economy is growing too much because there's too much demand is overheating. But that's not what's going on. Even with all the stimulus, if you look at the past um, three GDP numbers, we've, we're starting to miss already. Mm-hmm. Even with over $1 trillion stimulus. So even when this stimulus wears up a little more, which I think is happening already, most of the money we got from the stimulus, most people are spending already yeah. on buying stuff. So as we go into 2022, remember, student debt is at levels, one of the highest. Trading, most people are using leverage. Yes. Even housing, most people are using leverage. So mm-hmm. not many people have a lot of, as much money as we think, going into 2022. And I think that is where Jay Powell might want to think a little more before just raising rates because that could take us to a recession. I agree. So now people are more concerned. That's all good history and stuff. But now people are concerned. Hey, what does this mean for right now, the next two weeks in the market? And what does this mean going forward in 2022? My strategy is to just watch and observe because (laughs) these two weeks, this past two weeks have been insane. From the moment Jay Powell spoke on Wednesday and we saw the market pretended like it wanted to do something good and all of a sudden crashed really hard. (laughs) And currently today is Sunday. We're recording this podcast. We're looking at futures and it's looking blood red, like knee deep red. So for me, I'm just going to wait, observe and look at potential dipping opportunities. I know we've been saying it, and it looks like the dip is still dipping, but this is really a good time for looking for dips for call options, looking for dips for stocks that I've always wanted to get into, and also averaging up or averaging down in some positions. 
So what are your strategies going forward? And what are some of the stocks that you're looking into going into 22? To be honest, this is a very unique situation. And there's so many moving parts. Because we're supposed to have a Santa Claus rally <laughs> in exactly. December. What's Christmas? Technically, the Santa Claus rally starts a day before Christmas. Sure. So a lot of people are just waiting, but they're trying it's to front Saturday, run it. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But however, back to the strategy for 2022, I think there's so many moving parts. Mm-hmm. We haven't spoken about inflation. Yeah. Inflation... We're at levels we've not seen in over 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we kind of know part of the reason why. Supply chain disruptions, yeah. the stimulus that was pumped in the economy. And also, people forget to tell you that we're comparing inflation this year to last year. And last year, inflation was really, really low yes. because of what happened with COVID and everything. Yes. You know, So I think that's another thing we have to consider. Is inflation going to top out? Because if inflation tops out, maybe the Fed might take it a little easy or the raising of rates. But I think the game plan remains the same. We want to find companies with great management, great cash flow, a huge moat. When I say moat, I like companies that are leaders in the field. Yes. You know, so those are just some of the things I look at. Great management, great leader in the field, strong cash flow. Because if they raise rates, you want to be in a company that has a strong cash flow. Yes. Look at Apple. They have over $100 billion in cash. Yes. They're not, they were never going to need to borrow money anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, or the likes of Google, Facebook, Microsoft, they're very strong. But if you're looking at the smaller companies, you know, the high tech, some of the ARC innovation yeah, fund like type Lucid of stocks, well. exactly, Lucid it might become Rivian. a little might become a little dicey because it's gonna be harder for them to get cash. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna be in that those kind of businesses. So I think next year is gonna be very interesting for the market. It's gonna be very volatile. So we we, we want to be very diversified. You know, the game might change from what we saw in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one when everything was just rallying. Yeah. You just buy a new stock. And, yes, I and just going on. It's day. like everything you touch turns into gold. Yes. For me, definitely next year, I am going to become more short term than long term. And what do I mean by that? I would be because typically, whenever it is I trade it, I don't trade stocks, but with options, what I typically do was buy leaps. But right now, because of how unprecedented everything is, I am more going to be short term, looking yeah. a month in advance, not looking that long in advance because. Kobe could just come over here and be like, hey, Megatron is out. Yeah. Buy a copy now. (laughs) You know? Uh, So definitely another strategy I'm going to adopt is using the strength of leaders in the industry to determine how I move. So whenever it is stocks like, not Apple. Apple is in the legal zone because (laughs) it was strong and everyone else was dying. So maybe like Tesla Mm -hmm. to see how strong it is, then potentially play sympathy plays. NVIDIA plays sympathy plays. One of the things I'm looking at, maybe possibly shorting, is chip stocks because of the supply chain issues going on. Toyota recently announced how it's going to cut production. And I'm foreseeing that more and more people will cut production as yeah, a result of this. Especially if Omicron becomes a big exactly. deal. Yeah, we hope it so, doesn't, but definitely. it has to be prepared. So potentially cutting out some chip names. Uh, Google is in trouble. So I'm going to look at sympathy plays for others, maybe in terms of competition, who would benefit most of Google being in trouble, and sympathy plays, who is going to suffer as Google is suffering as well. Yeah. So those are some of the things I would do. But overall, I'm just going to stay in cash these two weeks. Also, for my peace of mind, Christmas and New Year is coming. Going to stay in cash these two weeks just to learn and recalibrate myself before jumping into all these trades I like. Square, again, I mentioned, is one of my favorite stocks. 
got in there when it was super, super cheap, 30 to $40, I believe. Got in there, averaged up to about $60. Wow. That's Yeah, $60. So I really believe in that company, definitely taking lead positions in that as well as potentially adding more into my position just because I am excited to see what Jack Dorsey does with Square, being that he has stepped down as the CEO of Twitter to focus more on Square and really into this crypto place. He's even changed Square to Block. So we're going to see how he's going to revolutionize crypto in terms of how it can be accessible to more people. So I'm excited about that with Square. Uh, Airbnb and Uber, definitely still really good names. Concerning... For stay at home, if maybe we come into a potential lockdown, that will yeah. definitely be concerning. And looking at Marital Petroleum, I know that's a <laughs> dinosaur of a uh, company, but I really like the fact that they give dividends, even though it's super tiny. But it's more than most companies, as well as seeing any deals that come as a result. What's going to happen to oil whenever people are now staying at home, if this is going to be a big deal? So those are some of the names that I'm looking going into 2022 and so much more because yeah. I can't say it all. I think for me, in terms of short-term strategies, most of the trades I took in the past week were literally minutes. Yeah. You know, I had a few swings, but this is not an environment to swing. Yeah. Because look at what happened last week. Yeah. Most trusts were bearish. You know, so imagine you were holding puts and Powell came out and spoke. We saw what happened to the market. Maybe mm-hmm. Powell was not speaking. The market ripped. What happened the next day? We gave all the gains back. Yeah. You know, and we went even lower Thursday into Friday. So this is not the time to go heavy. Yes. On 100%. trades, on short-term trade. This time to be nimble. This is the time to see profit, take profit. This is not a time to be greedy. You stop <laughs> losses. You stop losses. You stop losses. And long-term, you know, I like many of the things you said. You know, stay in many of the companies that have great management and a great future. Mm-hmm. For example, going to the next year, I like many of the fang names. I actually like Facebook because... <laughs> Facebook's- I just say clear. That's a problem yeah, child. Exactly. It is a problem child. But one thing I like about them is the dimension they're taking this metaverse thing into. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of value. And also, in terms of that financials, they're a very cheap company. Mm-hmm. But there are risks, obviously. Yeah. Because... Anything can happen. Look what happened when one of their employees came out and Mm -hmm. said stuff about them. So it has its own risk. And also, another thing I like is healthcare. Yes. I like healthcare insurance. Obviously, this one is not going to go up 100% in one year. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be stable because regardless of what happens, people are going to need to pay for the medical bills. And that's why even some of these companies are kind of quote-unquote recession-proof. Because regardless of what happens, they tend to do well. And one thing we've noticed, especially in volatile periods like this, people tend to park their cash in there mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, we know there's nothing that's going to happen to this company. And we have thousands of fund managers armed with cash thinking the same thing. So what yeah. happens? They push all their money in there and the stocks go up. I think we have to be diversified this coming year because sure. there are many line mines. Even this week, we have GDP numbers coming out. Yeah. On Tuesday, we have Biden addressing the Ugh, nation about so the new much. variant. Anything can I wish happen. everyone would just <laughs> stop talking. Like, they talk too much. Yeah, anything can happen. So, you know, short term, stay nimble. Long term, being strong companies. This is not a time to get too creative. <laughs> Wait for the coast. Don't be a there. Picasso. <laughs> But definitely, it was really fun. Thanks for hanging with us throughout this year. See you in 2022. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Have a good one.